This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the United Soybean Board. Learn more about soybean farmer sustainability efforts during an October 7th webinar. Register at agripulse.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The lingering debate over the right way to approach the nation's debt limit took another turn today. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has been consistent in saying Republicans would not vote for an increase in the debt ceiling, but this afternoon he offered a short-term extension to December to enable Senate Democrats to use the reconciliation process to enact the debt ceiling increase. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest on the debt limit debate and its potential impact on farm policy. Elsewhere on Capitol Hill, the Biden administration's approach to China is being received well by a key Senate Republican. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. The top Republican on the Senate Agriculture Committee says the Biden administration should maintain holding China accountable on trade. Senator John Bozeman of Arkansas is pleased to see the United States Trade Representative is continuing some of the former president's trade policies on China. Making sure that they play by the rules, and they don't play by the rules. So President Trump got their attention, and so we need to continue to build on the work that he did. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased that they're going ahead, keeping the, uh, the tariffs in place, the various tools that we have to hold them accountable so that uh, you know, we can protect uh, our agriculture, commodities, and have rules that apply to both sides. USTR Catherine Tai said earlier this week she will press China on meeting Phase 1 trade deal commitments. The country agreed in 2019 to buy roughly $80 billion worth of U.S. farm commodities over two years. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The idea of a federal carbon bank was once a major part of the climate-smart agricultural policy conversation, but has since taken a backseat to privately funded efforts to pay producers for their carbon sequestration. But that doesn't mean the idea has completely gone away, says former Natural Resources Conservation Service chief and current Trutera executive Jason Weller. I don't believe the carbon bank is dead. In fact, I think the conversation is more about how agriculture is the carbon bank. And I really applaud Secretary Vilsack and the leadership at USDA for looking for innovative solutions on how to catalyze agriculture as a solution to a growing crisis. Chuck Connor is the head of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives and was one of the leading members of the Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance. He says the idea needs a few things to get going. We need to walk, if you will, before we run, and that sounds trite, but you know there, there's a lot that needs to occur out there before we can have sort of a coast-to-coast kind of carbon-based sort of market out there, including a lot of standardizations, hopefully uh, scientific-based measurements that allow us to transition away from practices and actually into measurable results. Weather says Trutera is in the process of finalizing contracts and payments for about 100 producers for their carbon sequestration efforts. Finally today, the Department of Agriculture is launching a new survey to track the acreage and production of industrial hemp. Bill Richmond is the chief of the domestic hemp program for USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service. He says the initial reports will be key to better understanding the industry. It will really help us to improve our program delivery and our offering of USDA programs across the entire department to the hemp industry, whether it's for risk management products, insurance products to help us conduct more targeted research around hemp genetics, for example, and really allow us to refine and conduct more targeted outreach and education with hemp growers across the entire country. 
So we know this is incredibly important, especially for our new and beginning farmers, for our underserved communities, and for our tribal communities as well. Hemp production language has been included in recent Farm Bill legislation and was expanded in 2018 to allow states to govern programs within their own borders. Codes to take the online survey will be mailed October 18th. Survey results for the 2021 crop year are expected in 2022. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. Visit AgriPulse.com today and register for a webinar this Thursday, October 7th to learn how soy organizations promote U.S. farmer sustainability efforts and build global demand for U.S. soy. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.